You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I am Mohamed Farouk, a producer with the Bloomberg Crypto Podcast team. We're taking a pause for the holiday and sharing some of our in-house favorites as we get ready for the new year. Today's replay is an episode that keeps resonating in my mind while seeing all the crypto dramas unfolding everywhere. It relates to one of crypto's magic icons. In my mind, I've always seen a crypto diehard sitting somewhere on his computer, watching the crypto prices drag dramatically up and down between mountaintops and rock bottoms, and thinking to himself, yeah, why not? Maybe, maybe I can seize the right moment and harness the riches of crypto. Ruminating over and over about one thing. When Lambo. When Lambo. To you, my friend, I give you this episode. And I hope you are okay. There's a scene in the 2006 film The Pursuit of Happiness in which actor Will Smith, who plays a single father who's broke, homeless, looking for a fresh start, comes across a stranger stepping out of a red Ferrari. Smith says, I just have two questions for you. What do you do and how do you do it? The guy, super well-dressed, as you might imagine, replies with a confident smile, I'm a stockbroker. If this movie were made, say, in 2021 or 2022, that stockbroker would probably be a crypto bro, and that Ferrari would be a Lamborghini. For years, some crypto investors have been consumed by a single persistent question. When Lambo? On this episode, we're going to tackle that very question. Bloomberg reporter Hannah Miller. I actually interviewed an NFT artist who blew up a Lamborghini in protest and Peter Saddington, a crypto venture capitalist. Crypto is really fast. Cars are really fast. And so in a lot of ways, crypto and cars, it just makes a lot of sense. Well, join me now to take on this burning question about one of the most visible status symbols in all of crypto. 
Hannah, Peter, so delighted you could join us today. Peter, I feel obliged to start with you, and I'm going to specifically say, please describe the space you are standing in right now. The space, well, first and foremost, thank you so much for this opportunity to hang out with you guys and maybe tell a little bit about my story. Speaking of story, this garage was actually created in my mind years before I even built the garage. And so this was truly my dream to have two screens, building code, writing writing software, building companies. And then when I'm done with all of that, I can turn it all off and put my hands to building race cars and go-karts. So I'm living the dream, baby. I'm living it 100%. So do you, Peter, have a Lamborghini? Yes. <laughs> there's a picture There's a picture of of my the Bitcoin Lambo behind me. So this is the, the famous Bitcoin Lambo that was purchased with Bitcoin in 2017. And how much would that Bitcoin Lambo... Like what's the what's the price that that would have sold for now at current Bitcoin rates? Oof. So you could pretty much multiply it by four times. And so I bought this Bitcoin Lambo for forty five Bitcoin when Bitcoin was about five thousand dollars. And so we're sitting about four x that right now. <laughs> so if you're looking at a two hundred thousand dollar Lambo, you're looking at really maybe an eight hundred nine hundred thousand dollar Lambo. But in my defense. The smiles per gallon that I got out of oh it. Oh my god. <laughs> that is the win. I'm not <laughs> convinced that SMG is a real metric. Oh, come on! <laughs> SMG is totally something that the car guys know all about, right guys? Back me up. Uh-huh. Well, Hannah, you wrote a story that is all about the culture that Peter is so clearly an enthusiastic participant in, which is, you know, crypto, mostly dudes, not exclusively dudes, and fast cars. And so please tell us a little bit more about your reporting and how you found Peter in the first place. Yeah, well, the inspiration behind this story was one of my favorite crypto memes, which is when Lambo and it refers to, you know, you becoming so successful with crypto trading, your assets have soared in value, you're super wealthy, and you can purchase a luxury sports car. Like That's the, the signal that you've made it. Um, so I had heard about Peter um, with his Lamborghini purchase that he did in Bitcoin. <laughs> uh, I knew about him. I also know his twin. So it was a, a happy connection. Um, and I figured he'd be the perfect person to talk about this because he, he kind of led the charge in terms of buying Lamborghinis in Bitcoin. You know, so your story was about this culture, but it was also about the fact that in the current crypto winter, where not everyone currently has, say, the discretionary income to spend 45 Bitcoin <laughs> on, a, on a Lamborghini, there are still people who are making it work. Yeah, I was curious to see how crypto winter affected demand for Lamborghinis, if it affected it at all. Um, so I set out, I spoke to a bunch of luxury car dealers, I talked to people in the crypto car community, uh, and I tried gathering as, as much evidence as possible to, to write this story. And it was really interesting what I came across. Uh, when I talked to Peter, for example, he mentioned that you know he was still all in and that his friends weren't really hurting, that they're all really smart investors, they've made you know their gains in crypto, they've planned wisely and that he didn't know of anyone selling their cars. And then I spoke to a crypto-specific auto dealer called Auto Coin Cars. 
And they said they actually saw a lot of people buying Lamborghinis at this time because they wanted to switch from crypto to an asset that actually appreciates in value. <laughs> that Lamborghinis, they're, they're, they hold their value really well. They can go up in price. And you know, so they wanted to kind of escape the volatility of crypto by purchasing these luxury cars. Okay, there is a part of me that is like, you're switching out of a riskier asset class into fast cars in order to make wiser investment decisions. I have several follow-up questions <laughs> about the rationale. So Peter, I'll, I'll, I'll turn to you. Is it in fact true that these are cars that hold their value once you drive them off the lot? The real answer is it depends. Mm -hmm. And uh, for all of the Porsche fans out there, you'll love hearing me say that Porsches, especially some of the real expensive ones, really hold their value well. And generally, they're, in my opinion, overinflated. However, when it comes to Lamborghinis, we found, especially for some of the older generations and the older models, they do hold their value and they do rise in price. Mm -hmm. And so... What what uh, Hannah has found is not wrong. It really depends on the type of car and the type of make and model. And what we found, especially with the network and the community that I have in the crypto and car space, these are savvy investors. And so for them to purchase some random uh, Lamborghini is rarely the case. It's usually a well thought out process of how can I dump this? It how can I dump this this token into this car? I assume that this car is going to go up and appreciate in this particular car market, and I'll great get a great six months out of it. You know, smiles per gallon and maybe convert it back into crypto. What has been really intriguing for me, being behind closed doors and telegram groups and WeChat groups and Discord groups uh, around crypto and cars, is that there's a lot of inter-person trading mm -hmm. from crypto to cars that is let's just say crypto allows for the transaction to move quite smoothly. And so we're seeing this really popular market of you know, individuals essentially being, being able to say, well, why should I go to a dealership? Why should I have it on consignment when you're willing to give me Bitcoin and I'm willing to give you the title? Right. So it's like an OTC market for cars and crypto. It, these types of markets emerge. Indeed, they do. But they also emerge in, shall we say, uh, shadier circumstances. So, you know, some some of the reporting that's been out there is the fact that some of these cars are so custom, so unique that they make easy targets for when the the driver or the owners are, you know, come under, say, regulatory scrutiny, <laughs> criminal scrutiny. It's almost like in the same way that in the very early days of um Russia and Russian individuals being sanctioned. The first one of the first things that people were going after was like the yachts. They were like, "Oh, that yacht, definitely that guy's yacht. <laughs> we know exactly where that yacht is. We're going to take that yacht." Why do you think people, even people who should perhaps be better at hiding their tracks, find it so hard to resist the siren song of extremely distinctive and expensive cars? I, I think there's a humanness and a human need in all of us, actually, for nice, shiny things and new things. Let's be honest. Don't we like new? And so what's interesting with the rise of cryptocurrency and obviously this meme that I love, actually, I love this meme because it brings a lot of public eye to the world of cryptocurrency. And they might say, oh, you're you're just buying luxury goods. Well, luxury goods are also great investments if you invest wisely and you purchase wisely. This is not so, investment advice. <laughs> just, uh, this is not, by the way, not investment advice for sure. Uh, and so why are, why are the, these types of individuals attracted to it? You know what? 
crypto and cars goes hand in hand. If we think of the foundational element of crypto and cars, it's kind of speculative and it's kind of fun. Crypto is really fast. Cars are really fast. And so in a lot of ways, crypto and cars, it just makes a lot of sense. And we're seeing a huge rise in crypto and car meetups that are popping up all over the world. Right. So I, I suppose there, you know, there are kind of multiple sides to this equation. But something that you said about crypto and cars going hand in hand, you know, if if anybody outside of I would say like crypto insider universe recognizes a crypto person, it's probably going to be Sam Bankman-Fried, who famously does not drive a Lambo. Uh, how come? He seems to be the type of individual where fast cars and these types of things probably isn't his cup of tea. And that's okay too. What I love about crypto and cars is that if you've never heard about cryptocurrency, getting in, being in the car community, crypto is moving its message through that. And so I love the fact that people are learning about it. Sam Bankman-Fried, he serves a different market. He serves a different image. And, and good or bad, some people call him the spokesperson of crypto now since he's all the way up on the hill. Good or bad, he's getting the message out. And for me, that's a big win. Yeah, so he might not have bought a Lambo for himself, but he actually bought one for a famous crypto Twitter personality who, you know, was celebrating him being this massive philanthropist, giving away his money and said, hey, you're so rich. How about you buy me one? And SBF came through and did buy him one. So it might not be for himself, but it might be for other people. Who is this person for whom he bought a Lambo? His like username is Greg, like crypto <laughs> Greg. <laughs> We'll be right back with more from Bloomberg reporter Hannah Miller and from crypto venture capitalist Peter Saddington on Lambos and crypto culture. Success is more than a destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. It's dedication. It's fortitude. And it's the work, passion and grit inside of us that comes before all recognition. That's what Stiefel has been doing for over 130 years, and it's why Stiefel is one of the fastest-growing wealth management firms in the country. And Stiefel goes beyond traditional wealth management to offer you a full suite of banking services, direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises, and a leading middle market investment bank. Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel has built a company and culture unlike any firm on Wall Street. Because success is the drive it takes to keep pushing. It's the passion to keep investing. It's the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Find a financial advisor at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel, Nicholas & Company Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSE. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. Athletes, actors, artists. But what about the people behind the scenes? You know, the ones who make it all happen. The lighting engineers, the sideline photographers, the caterers. They're small business masterminds. And if there's one thing they have in common, it's making their money work harder. That's why they have a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where they are now earning a generous 5% annual percentage yield. Yes, 5% APY. Making your money work as hard as you do. That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Oh. 
Hannah, U.S. politics is a complex place, and it certainly goes in terms of cycles of like populist backlash and, you know, people worried about consumption and overconsumption, whether you're talking about the climate or environmental or, or other angles. And well, I suppose this is a question for you and um, Peter both. Is there any fear that, you know, being this luxury good forward <laughs> increases the the potential backlash from people who are like, I'm so glad you're buying Lambos, but I just lost all my money in a Celsius bankruptcy filing. Yeah, well, it was really interesting that when Bloomberg interviewed uh, the founders of Three Hours Capital, they specifically distanced themselves from Lambo culture. And they said, we don't have Lambos, we don't have Ferraris, you know. We bike to work is, was the quote, yeah, I think. Yeah, okay. Um, and they, it's very interesting that there are people who do try to distance themselves from this very flashy symbol of wealth and excess. And for the story, I actually interviewed an NFT artist who blew up a Lamborghini in protest of this consumerist culture within crypto, this get-rich-quick ideal. And he ended up selling NFTs inspired by that detonation for $2.2 million. So it's, it's, it's a very interesting cycle. But yes, I do think there's this concern that this flash, these Lambos, these Ferraris could, again, draw greater scrutiny from the government and not help crypto's overall image. And Peter, if you, let's say, you know, um, we're talking I don't know, the crypto moves fast. It could be three months from now. It could be five years from now. But let's say people are no longer into these kinds of cars. What do you think would be the the sort of the next niche in crypto where people are like, OK, but this is the new thing. This is the new status symbol. And everybody's excited about it. Well, I would have to say absolutely that fast sports cars will never go away. I think there is just too much of a primal desire in man to just go fast. Now, you do ask an interesting question about where we're going to be putting money next. Well, we've seen Facebook. We've seen a lot of big companies, Meta, who's going into the Web 3.0 space, the DeFi space. And so certainly we've seen a rise in digital real estate and digital property. You guys have covered Snoop Dogg and talking about all the digital property and NFTs that he's selling. And so we have seen this growth in digital property continuing to grow. And I think that's going to be a goldmine for the right people, the right operators, and the right investors. Are you going to have Lambos in your metaverse? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It has to be true to form. It has to be. What color will they be? What color do you want it to be? I'm not <laughs> going to drive one, so. Let's make let's make it red. I think a red Lambo makes a lot of sense. Got it. Red Lambos in Maybe the metaverse. Maybe we should make it orange for Bitcoin. Orange for Bitcoin makes even more sense. Hannah, as a person who also does not own a Lambo, I want to give you the last word. <laughs> yeah, well, it's interesting that you guys were talking about the metaverse. I mean, one of the auto deal dealers I spoke with for the story, they're super high end. They're in Beverly Hills. Uh, they have not seen any impact on Lamborghini demand when it comes to crypto winter. They told me that they're, they totally have their eyes on the metaverse and they're actually looking into like pairing digital cars and digital driving experiences mm -hmm. with these super high-end vehicles that they sell. I can't wait to see how some entrepreneur tries to solve the problem of parking in, in Web3. So, fantastic. Sounds like a duel to me. I mean, shouldn't, shouldn't they just fight it out? <laughs> Isn't that what they really want to do? No, I think they should race. That's obviously Ooh. the solution to that one. I'll take that too. All right. Well, Pisa, thank you so much for joining us from your garage. And, and Hannah, thank you for, for dialing in from San Francisco. It was a real pleasure to talk to you both. Thank you. 
Thank you. You can find more of Hannah Miller's reporting on the Bloomberg Terminal on Bloomberg.com or follow her on Twitter. She's at HGMiller29. On the next episode of Bloomberg Crypto, would you go to a store for a blockchain? The people who opened a real-life retail experience dedicated to the Solana blockchain called Solana Spaces are betting that you will. We sent our reporter, Emmanuel John Milton, to take a look. The supervising producer of Bloomberg Crypto is Vicky Vergolina. Our senior producer is Janet Babin. Our producers are Mohamed Farouk and Sharon Bariro. Our associate producers are Zanab Siddiqui, Ty Butler, and Moses Andam. Desta Wonderad is our engineer. Original music by Leo Sidrin. I'm Stacey Marie Ishmael. We'll be back tomorrow. Correction. A previous version of this episode said the movie Pursuit of Happiness was set in New York. It was set in San Francisco. We regret the error. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com enterprise data to learn more.